the Warriors might be back or not. But they put an absolute whooping on the Dallas Mavericks, and we're going to talk about it here. Locked on Warriors. Let's go. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Warriors. I'm Dieter Kurtenbach holding this down solo today as we break down the Warriors. 130-92. to When was the last time we heard a scoreline like that? 130-92 to win at Chase Center over the Dallas Mavericks. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And uh, that, that sort of speaks to the way that the Golden State Warriors were playing on offense on Tuesday night. Guys were free, and they were available, and they were knocking it down on all platforms. Uh, a fantastic game overall for Golden State. 53% from the floor, 40% more or less from beyond the arc, knocking down free throws at a nice rate. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Here's the number you really need to know about the Warriors on Tuesday night, why they put the beat down on the Dallas Mavericks, a team that beat them not long ago, let's not forget. A team that, that has always played Golden State pretty darn well. Here's the number you need to know. 31. That would be 31 assists for the Golden State Warriors. It has been a minute since we have seen a number like that. And by the way, spread out across the board, a a wonderful charcuterie of assists for Golden State. Stephen Curry had seven. Klay Thompson had six. You got Nemia Bialica pushing four. A lot of other guys just, just chipping in. The ball was moving. It was team ball movement, not Individual player really making things happen. Everybody was getting in on the action. The Warriors looked like the Warriors again. Great defense on the other side. You got to love it. One of the best performances they have had in a very long time. I'm thinking back. I mean, the game against Utah looked like this on on New Year's Day. Maybe if you take in level of competition. But this is a a big old butt whooping. Like, (laughs) they barely beat the Jazz. I mean... Is it as good as Christmas? It's been a minute since the Warriors have been in a position where we are having to sort of go back and analyze if it is a great win or just a good win. And when we've had to parse wins, if they've just taken any wins they could get as of late. So this, a clear sign, at least that the Warriors still have it in them. Now, can they continue to do it? Are they going in the right direction? That will be determined on the rest of this homestand, which, my goodness, it slipped away real fast. They're 4-1 and one on it, which I, I didn't see coming, given the way that they were playing at the beginning. And certainly, I think it's fair to say, no one really, no one had a lot of confidence in this team going into this homestand. At the same time, they have had some fairly easy competition. Dallas not being part of that, but Minnesota's going to come in on Thursday. That's another test game. Brooklyn, no Kevin Durant on Saturday. That will be an interesting contest as well but the Warriors uh, in a position to to, well I think they've already yeah no they've already clinched a winning record on this homestand which is an accomplishment let's break down some of the things that we saw in Tuesday night's game well let's kind of go from least important to most important uh Andrew Wiggins I think we just need to to come out and and flatly say it it's not ideal it's not a feel-good aspect of things but he's not gonna make the all-star game like 
he had a really he had a nice game, five for eleven from the floor. I thought he played really good defense against Luka Doncic. Like he turned in a classic Andrew Wiggins. It is more than serviceable. It is quality basketball. One of five from beyond the arc isn't great, but you know what? You have some games where it's clicking. You have some games where it's not. But I, I think at this juncture, this felt like a game at least where Andrew Wiggins had to be big to maybe get that. Hey, we're going to the All Star Game campaign back on track. He was not, and I think we just sort of shelve it as a concept unless he just goes thermonuclear for the next couple of games. Which, just given the trend that he's on, I doubt that's going to happen. It's not a knock on Andrew Wiggins. It's just a statement of he was maybe flying a little bit too close to the sun. Kid Icarus burned off his wings. Otto Porter gets the start at the four tonight, and I like that move from Steve Kerr, particularly against the Dallas Mavericks. Gave the Warriors a little bit more size. Now, obviously, Otto's a player that spends a lot of time on the perimeter, but he's a big boy, right? Otto Porter's a full-grown man by NBA standards, and I thought that little bit of heft gave the Warriors uh, a nice advantage, especially against a Dallas team that has a seven foot three guy who thinks that he's a point guard and has a bunch of small guys that think that they're centers. And I, I like having a little bit more of that versatility airing uh, airing is probably the wrong word, but leaning towards more height or weight or heft. And by the way, he can knock down two, three pointers in this game, go five or 11 from the floor, have a really nice contest, six rebounds. Kevon Looney, nine rebounds. Didn't even have to shoot a shot. That's how good of a game it was for the Warriors. Kevon Looney got to do what he does best, which is just move that ball and set bone-crushing screens. So Kevon Looney, another outstanding game for him. I'm glad that he's getting some of his flowers, as the kids would say, at this moment because he has been so good for the Warriors this season and, and even before this season. Now we get to the meat and potatoes of this operation. Steph Curry, I would say, is still in a slump. Today was not the day where Steph Curry just returned. And hey, he's back, and it's all going to be okay. I'll say this. I don't know what the issue is. There are obviously hand concerns, which is not something that I want to be thinking about if I'm a shooter. I'd like to make sure that these monos stay in prime condition if my entire job revolves around revolving a basketball with these bad boys. So uh, concerns there, no doubt. At the same time, it's probably not his legs. He looks like he's got good lift. So if the hands clean up, or if the hands aren't an issue, and this dude's just in a straight-up slump, the regression to the mean, and you can think of it as progression because it's going to be coming up, but the regression to the mean is going to be face-melting spectacular. Absolutely incredible because this guy is shooting in a way that he's never shot before, and it's not a compliment. Uh, Steph went 2 for 10 from beyond the arc in this game. Clearly, the three-pointer is still not there. I saw him miss a technical free throw in this game. Clearly, the shot is off. At the same time, I like what Steph is doing to sort of combat that, to sort of find some areas where he can still create positive impact on the game. Of course, he's going to create a tremendous amount of positive impact on the game, but I'm talking about maybe exploring some spaces that he doesn't normally explore. He was great in the mid-range against Dallas. You know my thoughts if you've listened to the show about Stephen Curry in the mid-range. He's got to go and explore the space a little bit more. It's a big studio. Explore the space. we got to have more mid-range. And I thought he was really good in doing that against Dallas. It, 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 it's a tough ask 
because obviously Steph's game is predicated on the three-point shot. But when Steph is at his best, it's inside-outside, sort of the classic James Harden, Kyrie Irving. These are the guys you associate with that. We don't associate Steph Curry, and this is an air on us, not on him. We don't associate Steph Curry with going to the basket and finishing at the hoop, except he's one of the best finishers at the hoop in the NBA, and that's for any man of any size. At the same time, he's not one of the bigger guys in the NBA. He's not one of those guys that he can use his body and hold dudes off and flip it up onto the rim. No, if somebody makes contact with him when he's up in the air, he's going that way. And in the fast time period, like it, it is, it's dangerous. It's bumper cars, man. Aaron Baines showed us just how dangerous it could be a couple of years ago. So I can understand Steph having some trepidation about just going into the land of the Giants on every single play and trying to get to the line trying to knock in you know, a, a nice and one shot with a little bit of English. I can understand his concerns about that just because, again, he, he's a smaller guy by NBA standards. And then the three-point shot's not working. And going to the basket's probably not a good thing for longevity in your NBA career, much less this season. And the team certainly needs him on the floor every night, so maybe just don't go into a place where you're going to get beaten up. Well, there's only one another spot on the floor. I guess you could shoot it from half court, but that's not good offense. Uh, the mid-range. And again, Stephen Curry has been so good at the mid-range over these last couple weeks that I thought that in this game against Dallas, he was exceptionally good in that contest. Then we get to the other guards. Whew! So much of the Warriors' struggles over these last couple of weeks have been Curry isn't getting the job done, not by his standards at least, and no one's picking up the slack. Now, Clay Thompson is back, but no one on the Warriors wants to have him picking up the slack. They don't want to put that burden on his shoulders right now. He's got a bulky knee. My man had uh, Achilles tendon surgery. Careful with that. You know, Clay, we weren't even sure if he was going to play in this game. But he did, and he was outstanding. And Jordan Poole, he's been playing a lot, and I thought he was really good in this contest. Now, two other things we got to talk about in the next segment because the Warriors did some real good strength at number stuff. Damian Lee was really good. I like Bielitsa's game. A uh, bunch of rebounds, 10 rebounds, double-double from Nemia Bielitsa. Congratulations. Uh, Gary Payton II making an impact in about 12 minutes, as Gary Payton II does. I want to talk about Poole. I want to talk about Thompson. I want to talk about Jonathan Kuminga. My goodness. The reason the Warriors' margin of victory just kept going up and up and up and up and up that would be Jonathan Kaminga because that man just jumps and the same thing happens. Just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. He is something special. And if they can ever figure out how to get this 19-year-old to be a professional NBA player on a nightly basis, to not foul, to use all of his incredible one-of-a-kind talents for good, he is going to be a menace, an absolute menace. I want to talk about him. And then, listen, there's some bad news that we got to share about our man Draymond Green. We'll tell you about all of that after I tell you about Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks has the best DFS prop game on the market. It offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. It offers all the superstar players, but you can get some bench players in there as well. The guy's only recording a couple of minutes each game. Prize Picks can offer you any prop that you can think of. We're talking points, assists, rebounds, three pointers made. You could go on and on and on. Honestly, it becomes a little much sometimes. Sometimes you just want it simple. Prize picks can handle you on that. But if you want to get deep, my goodness, whew, that's something else. You pick two to five players and over under on their projections. You can win up to 10x on any entry 
By the way, it's not you versus a bunch of dudes who have 45 different entries or 4,500 different entries and, you know, going on, you know, running the algorithms on their supercomputers. No, this is you versus the projected numbers. Just you versus the house. Let's see who's got the goods on any given day. I'm playing it. I'm having a good time with it. I love that it, we're not having to compete against dudes who are spending all day, right? Like, you got a couple of minutes here. You got a hunch. You want to ride it. You can pull that one off. You can go to some of these other places with DFS. You can't play that. You can't play that. You can't show up to a gunfight with a butter knife. That's what you feel like. But prize picks, hey, that butter knife will work for them. Hey, listen, <laughs> they're okay with it. You don't have to be someone who dedicates their life to DFS to have fun and make some money with DFS with prize picks. It also allows, this is really cool, uh, mixed sports entries. So, right, you can get more kind of like think of it as a parlay. Where you're talking a bunch of different games, a bunch of different people. You can go Jimmy Garoppolo, under on passing yards. Joel Embiid, over on points. Put it all together. Whew, fun as hell. And by the way, it, it, it's just it's an award-winning app. And you can just get it. You don't have to go through and have you know open up Safari on your iPhone or anything like that. Just the App Store or Google Play. It's straightforward stuff. So here's what I want you to do. Go to prizepicks.com. Go to your app store, download that app, okay? You can do it any way you want. All users that deposit, okay? So you got to get some, some moolah up in here. You use the promo code MBA, the sport we're talking about here, the league we're talking about here. We're just going to give you 50 free bucks. 50 free bucks for your first prize pick entry if you score a single point. Just 50 free bucks. So all the users that deposit and use our promo code MBA will get 50 free clams if your first prize picks entry scores just a single point, which it will. You hit me up, I'll tell you that it will. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, let's talk about Jordan Poole. Very nice game for Jordan Poole. Now, spectacular, no, two for six from the on the arc, but six of 10 from the floor. He was making things happen. I thought Jordan Poole had a really nice game, plus 17 in this contest. Only, or I'm sorry, plus nine in this contest, 17 points. Just a nice game for him. He needed to have just a nice, calm game. But Clay Thompson was stellar. Stellar. The Warriors pulled away in this contest when Clay Thompson just decided, I'm going to be Clay Thompson again. And it was fun as hell to watch. It, it felt like the old times, even just for a couple of minutes. Clay, six of 12 from the three of five from beyond the arc. He was a plus 26 in this game. That is a hard number to just make up. You don't just accidentally become a plus 26, 15 points in the contest. Six assists, three of them were behind the back passes. Six assists, three of them behind the back passes. TNT's talking to him post game, calling him the captain. It's the C captain. And asking him, hey, are you doing your Steph Curry impression? And he goes, no, I'm doing my Magic Johnson impression. He's not far off. He's not far off whatsoever. Only one turnover. Man, that was Clay Thompson's best game since he's come back. What a dude. What a player. Clay Thompson. Good to see him. Just go 25 minutes, by the way. Like, that's a really quality thing. Just go in 25 minutes. Positive signs. Clay Thompson. Really good game. Now, let's talk about the Draymond Green thing, and then we'll end it on a positive note. Draymond Green. Has a calf issue, that's a lower back issue. We're dealing with discs. 
it's a little cloudy as to what exactly is going on there. And I don't expect the Warriors to provide much clarity. He is going to be reevaluated here pretty soon. Some people, when they see, hey, he'll be reevaluated in two weeks, think, oh, he'll be back in two weeks. Those people haven't been paying attention. <laughs> I, 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 Sorry to make light of it, but like that's just not how this bad boy works. And Mark Spears was out. You know, great ESPN reporter talking about how he's not feeling so optimistic about this Draymond situation from what he's hearing. Now, I hadn't heard anything that severe, but Mark is, just call it, we can see it, a better reporter than I am. So he's hearing some stuff, and he's not feeling so good about it. TNT is talking to Bob Myers. Now, it's Jared Greenberg on the sideline. He's talking to Bob Myers, I believe, before the game. And Bob Myers... Not exactly making it sound like Draymond's going to be coming back anytime soon. And when I say that, I mean, like, they're concerned about getting them back into the fold. And them, meaning James Wisen and Draymond Green, which I don't like those two being lumped together at all with their injury stuff, considering how long this Wiseman one has gone on and what the initial expectations of that injury were. Um, they're talking about both of those guys getting back in the rhythm of things before the playoffs start. Uh, it is January, okay? Like, the All-Star Game's not for another month. It's like President's Day. NBA season ends in the middle of April. How much time are we talking about here? Now, if you're talking about it on the scale of, hey, they should be back around the All-Star Game, that is a very clear thing. Post-All-Star Game, that's when we start talking about, um, yeah, I think there's enough time before the postseason starts. If Draymond Green is out for another month beyond this, which it, it right now seems all too reasonable an expectation, just given all the new information, the coded language that's being thrown around about this injury, just the inherent nature of an injury that, that deals with the back, that's a real problem for the Warriors. He does 15 things on the floor that cannot be recreated. That's a problem for the Warriors in the sense, too, that the trade deadline is coming up here really fast. And while I am not necessarily one who has been pushing a narrative of the Warriors might need to go out and do something here, certainly you know, not adding a, a star player or anything, I've explained these reasons as to why I'm not in that camp, or, or just more clearly why the Warriors just straight up won't do it. It doesn't even matter what I think. The Warriors aren't going to do it. I've explained that in previous pods. But if Draymond Green's not coming back until after the All-Star game, and, and that might be the earliest that he does come back, we have to have a conversation about adding another big man to this team. You're never, you're never recreating Draymond Green. No way whatsoever. But you can't just have Kevon Looney out there on his own, if Kevon Looney picks up anything, anything at all, this Warriors team is in a serious, serious, serious bind. Now, it isn't Paul Millsap, as Cyrus would like to tell you. Yeah. Um, but they, they got to move an asset. Second round pick sometime down the line. Move a little bit of money out, uh, Damian Lee or, or something to that effect, and... And bring in another big. I, the two-way contracts. Chioza needs to go. I, I hate it. I feel bad. They want to give him a shot. But, like, Chioza's got to go or Witherspoon's got to go. They got to bring in a big man on a two-way. Um, they just need another human body that is long. Because, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Looney, 
Porter, and Bielitsa just aren't going to get it done. Now, let's talk. Well, actually, we're going to do this on the other side of the break. But Jonathan Kaminga was so good tonight that it might knock me off of that stance on Draymond Green just a little bit, just a smidge. But let's first tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online wants to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs, which I thought were far away, but maybe are not anymore. Uh, and of course, beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website for Bet Online. So sign up today and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON. To get started, from football to basketball, hockey, UFC, boxing, all your favorite Vegas casino games, just want to do a little casino games while you're sitting in your cubicle, get up and online. You don't want to take advantage of all these amazing offers that are throwing your way in 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Again, casino games too. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Let's talk about my man, Jonathan Kuminga. My goodness. What what a second half. What a game for Jonathan Kaminga. Eight of nine from the floor. He made four three-pointers in this game. He attempted four three-pointers in this game. Five rebounds. He had one turnover. He had 22 points and was a plus 16 in this contest. Jonathan Kaminga can do it. Now, we have to acknowledge a lot of this was garbage time stuff, but he made garbage time absolutely spectacular. His dunks in the fourth quarter were jaw-dropping. And this, folks, is why I've said it once. And again, I, I, I'm repeating myself and repeating myself. You always bet on athleticism. You always bet on athleticism because if you can ever teach somebody who has crazy athleticism to play basketball, that person cannot be stopped. And Jonathan Kaminga sure as hell knows how to play basketball. The question is, can he ever put it fully together? And that is not a question that needs to be answered this year, next year, or the year after that, because he's 19 years old. He can be a contributor to this team today. He can help the Golden State Warriors win. I don't envy Steve Kerr in trying to find a way to get him on the floor and trying to find a way to give him a role on this team. But it can be done. It should be done. I think it will be done when it's all said and done. But... It, I am so wildly impressed with the cleanliness of his jump shot, with his ability to dare other NBA players to just stop him. Just go, go ahead, try to stop me. He knows he is an upper 1% athlete. And, you know, listen, the Warriors, they were not a very athletic team during the dynastic run. Yes, they had incredible basketball players, but this was never a squad that was going to jump out of the gym. They get Andrew Wiggins, who certainly wasn't their first choice. That first choice would have been Kevin Durant. Um, but Andrew Wiggins is what I thought was an upper 1% athlete. Perhaps there's room, but it seems to me as if there are totally different tiers for a Jonathan Kaminga and an Andrew Wiggins. And again, Andrew Wiggins has a big gap of separation from damn near everybody else that the Warriors play, and certainly on his own team, save for Kaminga once again. He's... Kaminga has a chance, and it's just a chance, to be really, really special. A lot of people have been asking me what I think the comp is. I don't think it's fair necessarily to comp him right now because the game is in no way developed enough to where we have a clear understanding of what it is he can and cannot do. On some nights, it looks like he can't do anything. On other nights, it looks like he can do everything. So I, I, I need to see more before I sort of lock in even a, a love child concept 
uh, for Jonathan Kaminga as a basketball player. But uh, maybe some folks in the Bay might understand this. I mean, there's some Aaron Gordon in there. I think it's Aaron Gordon plus, plus, plus. There's just not a lot of dudes who are that big who can make the entire basketball court look really small, really fast. And if the Warriors can find a way to trust the kid, and it is not an easy thing to do considering his foul trouble, they can find a way to trust the kid. Maybe this Draymond Green thing won't hurt so much. But right now, I'm concerned about the Draymond thing. They don't trust him. Maybe this great game that he had pushes them in the right direction. I think that these next couple of games, Minnesota and Brooklyn, would be a great opportunity to get a little weird with it for Steve Kerr to get out of his comfort zone, to push Jonathan Kaminga outside of his comfort zone. Let's see what happens with that. But uh, spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. In all, a much-needed game for the Golden State Warriors. Third straight win, 130-92. Had to have it, took it. Great stuff from Golden State. Uh, and you know what? Thank you so much for, for joining us here on the show. Uh, you liked our show, which we appreciate. Let me say, you should listen to Locked On Best. It's hosted by your boy Q. as expert insight from Lee Sterling. It's going to go through all of the day's you know, betting action. You want to get on Bet Online? You should listen to our friends on Locked On Bets before you do so. Uh, Cyrus will be with you. Uh, tomorrow, perhaps even today, who the hell knows with the scheduling of all this thing. It, it's it's truly out of control, and I understand. Um, I'm Dieter Kurtenbach. We'll talk to you later on in the week. Until then, stay golden.